Welcome to the PRISM Daily Podcast. Our hope is by listening each day, you'll be encouraged to meditate on the promises of God and find peace in His presence. This fall, our pastor is reading through sections of his forthcoming book, The Narrow Trail, A Wanderer's Guide to Finding Jesus. This book was written in concert with this fall's PRISM teaching series about our church's values. You can listen to our Sunday messages on PRISM's webpage. Here's Pastor Chuck. The first of the three tips is don't go alone. In this first section, we've made the case that we not only need connection to be cared for and are made for connection, but we've been commanded by God to make church connection. I've tried to show that it is in the best spiritual interest of any believer to make deep, genuine community in a local church the bedrock of their Christian growth. In this chapter, we'll contend that growing in Christ-likeness is only possible through relational contact with other Christians in a church environment. Theologian and author Michael Horton writes, quote, Nothing is more sanctifying than another person in our life. They are good at holding up mirrors when we had quite different images of ourselves, unquote. We need others to thrive as Christian believers. Spiritual growth only occurs in genuine community. For argument's sake, though, let's assume you could make it without Christian community. I think I've shown you can't live without others, let alone other believers. While you may think you can live without other believers, the unvarnished truth is that the Christian life is not all about you. Being a member of Christ's body implies that there are others in the church who need your presence. Rick Warren's best-selling book, The Purpose Driven Life, began by stating, quote, it's not about you, unquote. I'll modify that by saying regarding Christian community, it's not all about you. We need the encouragement and support from others, so in that sense, the body of Christ is as much about your needs as it is anyone else's. However, for the person who erroneously thinks he can survive spiritually without this support, there are others who need him. Aside from that, Jesus has commanded us to actively love our brothers and sisters in Christ. Sure, Jesus says love your neighbor and the church should properly focus some of its energy meeting the needs of the most desperate among us in our community at large. However, on the night he was betrayed by Judas Iscariot, arrested and led off to be crucified for the sins of the world, Jesus drove home some lessons he'd been sharing for three years with his inner circle. His disciples were sitting around the Passover supper table when unexpectedly Jesus got up, grabbed a bowl of water and a towel, and washed their feet. This was a symbolic act that had significantly more meaning at the time than it does now. Sandaled feet and dusty roads made for an unpleasant combination when it came time to sit next to others for a meal. In most wealthy homes, a house servant would wash the feet of the people who came into the home. It was one of the lowest positions in society. Hence, when Jesus assumed that role for his friends, he taught them that he expected them to do the same for each other. He tagged this demonstration with these famous words about the genuine community that believers are supposed to have. Quote, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Unquote. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. 
This poses a challenge to the contradictory notions of the independent Christian. Jesus said a big part of demonstrating that you are a Christian is your public connection to and love for your Christian community. But for some, this is seen as theoretical because so many of the church's leaders don't seem to practice this ethic themselves. Certainly, we should expect our leaders to walk with integrity before God. But Jesus' teaching is relevant whether or not some leader somewhere fails to embody it. Regarding the truth of what Jesus is saying, our own spiritual health is what's at stake if we fail to lovingly offer ourselves to others. Spiritual health only happens in genuine community. And that's why we say, don't go alone. You've been listening to the Prism Daily Podcast. If you'd like more information about Prism Church, visit our website, prismchurch.com.